the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Tuesday, June 23rd, show number 236. I think that's your mic. Say something. Uh, hello. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That one is that's yours, me. That's me. Got you sitting at a different place tonight. Because we've got a guest in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Who's He's hidden right now. Breaking news. Hiding in the corner. Live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammerdown Racing Report studio, it is the Hammerdown Racing Report. Coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And uh, I did get an update. We are uh, number 237 in our category on Apple Podcasts in Australia. So your Australian really? buddies are uh, definitely stepping it up. All right. No no indications of how we're doing in India. Well, the, the problem is that it's, uh, depending on where you're at, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> where you're at in Australia, it's either 7 o'clock in the morning, or if you're on the East Coast, it's like 9 o'clock in the morning. So. Well, this was Apple Podcasts, so this is uh, not oh, live. Oh, the podcast, okay. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, Apple Podcast data. Um, coming up on the show tonight, we're going to speak with Jimmy McCune, who, uh, for some reason, is going to go back to the dirt this weekend. Uh, five-time must-see uh, Sprint Car Series champion. Uh, we also have the weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman, and another special guest may pop in on the phone at, at some point. That'd be cool. Yeah, it, w- it would be cool. Be interesting. Uh, that person is, is, is that-, that person could be could or could not be a track promoter at a certain track. And uh, that person is busy tonight working on said track, if it is a track promoter. Uh, so depending on how far far they get. Uh, you with, think that track it. promoter is out watering the track right now? Probably. Ooh. Or sweating. Or I guess it's not too bad out today compared to how it has yeah, been. Yeah, a little sticky, but it's not as bad. All right. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs. Action shots, victory lane shots, they have it all. Uh, they have your favorite drivers. They have uh, not so favorite drivers. They get old photos as well from uh, uh, the Stone Age. The Stone Age, yes, from when uh, they used to uh, uh, print things out old school, like in a dark room, and use chemicals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I don't they, know if they're that. They've old, got but. pictures of when I ran the double zero car. That was I don't know when that was. So. Oh boy, that means nothing to me. That was a long, long time ago. You, yeah, you were still in kindergarten. Probably. I was playing with my matchbox cars. Uh, free 80, frame. How old were you in 85 or 86, Scott? I was old enough to know better. Let's just say that. Okay. Old enough to know better. Yeah, I was. Too young to resist. Junior high, maybe. Junior okay. High. Yeah, probably junior high. All right. That's, uh, that's when we lived out in Bryan. I think we were going to Bryan Motor Speedway back in yeah, the, the fun, 80s. Fun times. Yeah. <laughs> you messed me up here in the freeze frame. Give Charlie a call at freeze frame uh, photos, 419-476-9978. Uh, they have customized uh, all kinds of driver knickknack things you can put pictures on, uh, including uh, those cool metal license plates now they have available. So if you're a racer, or you have a racing racer in your family and you want a gift, a cool gift, you know, that might be... Get a hold of Charlie. Looking. Yeah, freeze frame photos online. Uh, search for that username on Facebook. You can see some of the stuff they do. Uh, also have to thank Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. Uh, give them a call right now, 409-547-1444. Or order online at orderbigdspizza.com. You could probably have uh, pizza by the time we're done with the show tonight. Not here. Not in Sylvania, Ohio, no, but, no. Uh, but if you're, if Clyde you're and surrounding area. Right. There you go. 
Maybe oh. Eastern Fremont. Or if uh, you're in the Clyde area, head on out there. It's worth it. John Young, he goes out there all the time. I was talking to Dean the other day. He was saying, yeah, John, he wins a lot. But he also comes out and, you know, he, yeah, he, it works. He, he likes the pizza. He but comes he out only shares occasionally. That's the bad part. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. 419-547-1444. That is uh, Big D's over there, over in Clyde. Uh, and also uh, check out Diamond Air Race Products. Uh, they have the new Outlaw nose kits, vented metal wheel covers. It's all available at DominatorRaceProducts.com. They also have body components for late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and much more. Give, uh, give them a call, 419-923-6970. Also, uh, there are parts available at reputable and not reputable dealers across the USA. I'm only including Ron Miller race cars and the non-reputable because Absolutely. you, you, you don't want to be reputable for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> because I refuse to work on your race car? Probably, yeah, maybe. Uh, also, uh, thanks to Oakshade Raceway, uh, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. I think that's everybody. I think everybody's covered. So let's bring in our guest uh, this week, Jimmy Push McCune. That Push that one. This one right here? That one. Yeah, I wanted to go back to this one. So Jimmy McCune, again, five-time must-see sprint series champion, and... Uh, I guess you've, you've had experience on the dirt before, right? Yeah, but it's been a long time. <laughs> a really long time. How, how <laughs> so, long? Yeah, so how long ago has it been since you've raced on dirt, and uh, what, what did you run on dirt? Last time I think I was on dirt was a midget, um, so that was probably late 90s, early 2000. Um, wing sprint car was, I was 16, 17 years old, so we're going back, you know, you know tell my age here, but yeah, about 30 years. <laughs> was, that, was that one of your grandfather's old cars? No, but the car was older than me, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be uh, um, like the, the probably the nicest sprint car I've ever got to run as far as, you know, dirt. So, um, And it's a bar car. You know, we did it with four coils, and uh, nobody was really trying to do that. It was a car um, owned by Dwight Reedling that was out of Toledo here. And my grandfather actually drove for him way back in the day in the 50s. So, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, it's going to be nerve-wracking. First hot lap session should be a doozy, but hey. So well, is this, this a new car then? Um, no, it's a, it's new to me. It's just J and J. Um, my buddy Doug Stoss from Finley owns it. Um, he had a guy running, uh, Nick Doherty for a while. Um, and they decided they weren't going to run this year. And we had talked about it in the past that he didn't know if they were going to do something this year or not. And the opportunity finally came to uh, light and here we are. So what's this? I hear that you sat in your grandfather's car a couple of weeks ago in the, uh, in the museum at Fremont, yeah, uh, last... ho- hoping to uh, get a little bit of that DNA, maybe. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, he had a lot of success there at Fremont. He, he so. was he was king there for a while. Yeah, so yeah, we were there uh, for the All Star race uh, last Sunday, I think it was. And, right. Uh, you know, pops was like, I don't think I got a photo of you getting in, in this car, so I jumped in it, and you know, the, the guys running the uh, museum were like, Oh, we don't like anybody in there, and. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was gonna, excuse me, I'm not just anybody. Dad's like, uh, well, you know, um, I don't think the owner's going to mind too much. And the guy's like looking at him kind of funny. He's like, well, I own it, you know. So he's like, well, oh, okay. crap. All right. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, we took a little photo and uh, just went back out and watched some sprint car racing and uh, decided that uh, let's go to Fremont after. I talked to a bunch of guys there, um, especially I've got a lot of friends there. So a lot of guys that I grew up with uh, just never got to race with them. And every time I always go there over the last 10 years, you know, I show up once or twice maybe every couple of years and uh you know it's always when do you go on dirt race when do you go on dirt race and well now it was here it is in a couple of weeks and they look at you kind of funny like are you serious this time <laughs> so here we are so uh just fremont then uh, you're gonna be running it um 
for now. I mean, I've got commitments with the with the asphalt side, um, so we got to do. We gotta so you're not giving up the asphalt uh, deal? This oh no, is, no, okay. we got a race in Rockford next week. So I was I was up at five thirty this morning, and out working on the asphalt car this morning, and dirt last night, and you know went to work, and you know just kind of trying to balance everything to to make it all happen. So um, this is just to uh, you know one get more seat time because we haven't been racing a lot. You know, I mean, run I think eleven races over the last two years from nineteen and or 20 and 21. So, you know, I just want to get some, you know, more racing, you know, racing with the kids with the go-karts and stuff and they're having a blast, but they get to race more than I do. So (laughs) is that just because of the, uh, the light schedule that, uh, yeah, I mean, with, with COVID and in 20, it was just, you know, everything shut down, you know, I mean, there was a little bit of racing, you know, some dirt stuff finally opened up during 20, um, 21. It just, you know, we're, we're a special show. So, you know, the promoters got to make the money, you know, so it was hard to get dates and, uh, you know, this year's back to more normal. I think we had 12 dates, but, you know, at the end of the day, you got about six weekends because we run a lot of double races. And, you know, this this opportunity came about, and it uh, it sparked my interest. And, you know, it's just another challenge to, to see if we can adapt to it and, and learn something and, you know, maybe have some success at it. Jimmy, any thoughts that uh, that Kyle Larson guy uh, switching back and forth uh, – Maybe if you follow that, uh, it, it'll hone your pavement skills a little more. He seems to be able to do darn near anything. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just, you know, probably one of the best I've ever seen. Um, you know, what he can do. I mean, sprint car, late model, asphalt, anything. He's just fast and he wins. Um, no, Obviously, I mean, it doesn't hurt him. No, no. I think it'll help the asphalt side of my uh, of what we're doing. Um, I don't think anything's going to hurt, you know. I mean, right. you can you know, use a, a looser setup then, right? Maybe. Uh, I mean, we're Wear the looking, tires up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, with the asphalt car, we're always, you know, looking for grip. But we've always got a ton of grip. So when we run a dish wing, you know, I mean, there's just more advantage to the asphalt. And we carry a lot more speed through the corners than what the dirt stuff does. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, some of the things coincide, but some of them don't. So we'll just kind of, you know, base it by this. And I've had a lot of friends help me with some setups. Uh, I know a lot of shock guys. I mean, we've got a guy from Penske that's been there for 40 years. He's on our team. So he's been with us about five or six years now, maybe. And, uh, you know, I've got, uh, that Jeremy McCune that lent us that truck that we're going to talk about here in a little <laughs> while. Uh, he's run J and J's his whole life for 20 some years. So he was, uh, more than willing to help me out with some setup stuff. Uh, a couple of guys out of Fremont, uh, Brian Smith, he's been helping me a little bit. Uh, you know, so there's been and you know, Brian's a, number a of guys. truly great guy. He's awesome. Yeah. So have you raced him with his, uh, matchbox? Car uh, track, nothing at all. Hot Wheels cars, whatever. He's got his Hot Wheel cars or a Hot Wheel track in his uh, hauler really? that he, yeah. He I have seen some photos of that. Yeah, yeah. he, he invites, the kids, in. yeah. invites yeah. kids, and if if they beat him on his track, he'll give them a Matchbox car. And there you go. It, I think he does that even if he loses. Maybe. <laughs> so uh, originally, uh, I believe you had said you did not. Uh, are you? You you prefer asphalt racing to dirt because you don't you don't like having to power wash the car the day after. Yeah, sometimes you know. I mean, <laughs> the first time I had to power wash my car uh, was uh, from two weeks ago when we uh, we went up at uh, Birch Run Speedway. Um, we picked up a oil leak uh, right about the last lap of the uh, heat race, and we didn't have a whole lot of turnaround time, um, and we were the first feature. So, you know, we. Uh, we tried to address it and uh, make that happen and, you know, put some diapers on it and went out for the race and, you know, I heard my, your vision wasn't very good. Yeah, it was, it was pretty horrible. I was still wiping oil out of that thing this morning, um, out of my helmet anyway. 
but yeah, we had to power wash that car and, and I had to wash it, you know, two or three times just to get so much oil off of it. But it was a mess. I mean, I don't exactly know how much we lost, but it was so bad the last two laps. I couldn't see a darn thing. And there was so much smoke coming up through the cockpit, but. And you still won. Yeah. So, you know, but the asphalt's been really good to us. We, we've always been fast up at Birch Run. So we've had some success there, you know, winged and non-winged. So. You got the leak fixed then for the. Yes. Next? Yeah. That's what I was working on again this morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was putting the injection back together and getting it back on the car and. And we made some adjustments with uh, valve covers and, and venting and stuff. So we should have that sorted for next week. Okay. So uh, we, we mentioned uh, you, you do have that uh, dirt racing experience 30-some years away. How much uh, success did you have on on the dirt back then? Not much. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we ran strong. Um, I mean, the biggest thing that we had a problem with was is the car was four coils. Um, you know, we didn't have a bar car, you know, and the car was old, but it was new. Um, it was an old Litton chassis that had been hanging in a barn for its Greg whole life. Litton? Yeah, it was one of them cars. I used um, to work with him. So, yeah, and we and Dwight brought out a resurrection and finished it, and, and we went and raced it. But um, nobody was doing that at the time. I think maybe Sammy or something like that. Um, but we didn't have anything to go back on. We didn't, I mean, the shocks were just whatever, you know. So when the track was wet and heavy, we were fast. You know, when it slicked off, they just couldn't do anything he put a couple different drivers in it besides me just trying to find out if it was me and finally he uh he uh canned the car and uh bought a maxim and uh i got fired so (laughs) (laughs) he finally bought a real race car and i got fired but um so we ran we ran midgets after that um for quite a few years on and off um followed usac tour for a year or two and uh you know we did we did well um we never really ran up front whenever won any races i want a b main i think that's my uh usac b main i think that's my Claim to fame there as far as the dirt was concerned. But, um, you know, it's just a new challenge. So it's something I haven't got to do a lot of. Um, when I was young, I did. So now we're at this point in my career, and let's try it. And this is and you're going, this is a full 410 sprint car yeah. on yeah. dirt yep. that you're going to be running this yep. weekend. So you're going to be running with uh, some some pretty uh, very competitive uh, drivers, I should say. They- Extremely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any nerves? Yeah. Any anxiety? Or are you totally relaxed? I mean. um, different points I've had nerves. Um, you know, watching videos, watching in car, just watching stuff going at the track. You know, we were at Butler a couple weeks ago. Well, the same time we went to, we were at Butler on Saturday, and we went to the All Star Race at Fremont on Sunday, and we were just trying to figure out, you know, where do we want to go? You know, I just want to kind of go in low key and just kind of do some racing and you know figure out just what I want to do and. I looked at Butler and I just wasn't comfortable with what I'd seen there, and I was just like, well. Let's go check out Fremont tomorrow because I was trying to, you know, hustle a couple of tires and <laughs> see if I could find <laughs> anything to help the program out and get rolling. And that didn't work out for us, but I felt way more comfortable there. I talked to a bunch of different teams and drivers and stuff, and it just made me feel extremely comfortable. They, they welcome you? Yeah. I mean, I already had oh, half a dozen people say, whatever you need, come down and see us. If you need something, you know, we're here, whatever. So. And any thoughts of racing under an alias so that you don't uh... – <laughs> embarrass the McCune name straight out of the box? Absolutely not. Hell, it's got a 14 on it right now. I said, but uh, <laughs> my buddy Gary Harrell's making me some 88s tomorrow. So All when right. we go to the track on Saturday, it'll have 88 on it. For so. everybody will know. Yep. So we'll have the I'm not worried. Right. I mean, I already know I'm going to look so like a what, monkey. What, what, is your, so what is your expectations? I mean, realistic. Make the show. Okay. Make the show. Finish. So you'd, you'd be happy if you make the show and finish? If I make the show and I can finish all 30 laps. Or twenty five, whatever they run. I don't even know what they run. But if I can finish the damn race, not spin it out, and not look like a complete buffoon, I'm happy. I'll get out of that car with a smile on my face and I'll laugh my ass off. But that was I looked like an idiot, didn't I? <laughs> so, 
So, you know, I'm just not going to get laps. You know, that's the biggest thing. It's not it's not like an asphalt deal where we can just go, you know, on open practice night and go make some laps and have a good time but um, and try things. You know, we don't get that option. You know, my buddy in South Africa is talking to me. He's like, oh, are you going to go run laps? You're going to do this? And I'm like, no, uh, I'm going to get those three or four laps and, uh, before qualifying. He's like, wait, what? what? That's all you get, man. <laughs> yeah, they call that warming the engine. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Awesome. So, uh it, this isn't just a one one off kind of thing that you get back in the dirt car, the dirt sprint car a few more times. Uh, I'm hoping summer. to get out four or five, six times this year um, between my schedule and other commitments that I have um, family wise. I've got uh, a couple weekends in July and I got a couple weekends in, in August. And uh, yeah, I want to those weekends. I think I can do some back to back stuff you know, one weekend to another. So you're now I'm going to get in it and I won't be back for a few weeks, you know? So it kind of like, uh, but it is what it is. You got commitments. So and like just, said, for, just this Fremont? is, yeah, for now, okay. I, I think that's just, it's a good starting spot. Let's just go there. I mean, it's one of the toughest places you can go run a Saturday night sprint car race anyway. So, you know, if I'm going to learn anything, you're going to learn it there. And it's one of the hardest tracks to get hold of. So um, let's just go there and have some fun, try to make the show. And, you know, I talked to Brian and he said, you know, after the, after the, um, speed weeks, he said it's hard to get a lot of cars there anyway. So, you know, I'm hoping they got enough just to make the show and I'll be able to not have to worry about making the show. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, you know, we can just go out and, you know, have a good time and stay out of trouble. I hear uh, Waynesfield's uh, pretty popular among uh, sprint car drivers. They really enjoy that place. I watched some video of it uh, through Speed Week, but I don't know if they have a Saturday night program or what with, with the wing cars. I, I just, I'm not familiar with a lot of the tracks enough to know gotcha. who's running what on Saturday nights. You've been in the asphalt world. Yeah, and my kids run dirt go-kart at Palmyra on Fridays, so that kind of takes out any kind of Friday stuff for Attica. Or so, so no that. Attica. So, okay. Yeah, it just it just makes it, it difficult. Um, but, you know, I made that commitment to them, and they're having a blast. So, it's- Speaking of... Uh- the asphalt world, our friend Doug Frost says he sure do, does miss those cars at Toledo. Yeah, we all do. Uh, that's just a shame that uh, we haven't been back there. So I don't think we ever will, but that's just my opinion. And, and that was... Didn't we talk to Scott always, about that? That was always a great show. I, mm-hmm. I, what was the reason they weren't... They Scott, I don't remember. I thought we asked him, but yeah, I don't remember it's the reason. speed. Is, was that what it uh, was? They were just afraid of hurting somebody. You know, we'd had some nasty accidents, and, you know, we've we've lost guys there, but... And I think uh, a couple of the last couple accidents that we had, uh, um, I think Brian Gerster was one of them, and uh, um, Kyle, the kid, runs uh, Super Modified. He had wrecked one pretty hard there. And, well, uh, and I just, they just said, I just before something really bad happens, we're just gonna, we're done. I know there are some dwindling numbers with the with the Super Modifieds. Two, that varies. Two, two different yeah. sanctions and. Yeah, but that uh, somebody took over the MSSA. I don't remember exactly what they call it now, but they just ran Lorraine County last week for two nights, and they had a pretty good car count. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's coming back. I mean, for them guys, it's coming back. Um, You know, our numbers on the asphalt side are, you know, they're up and down. They dwindle at some rate, some weeks, and some weeks they're good. So it's just. Well, and the McCunes have got a half a dozen cars in that field. We run two most of the time. Once in a while, <laughs> half we'll a dozen, three. two, same <laughs> three. Once in a while, we we'll run three. But Anthony's been—he's had a, a back issue for about a year now, so he hasn't done. And that's a shame because he was really coming into his own. Yeah, he was running really strong, and Jacob's running really strong now. Um, he led um, up at uh, Birch Run where we won. He was leading us, and uh, I just kind of relegated myself to rolling second there for a little while and hoped that he backed up to me because he was just kind of walked away from me about 10, 12 car lengths and. We just kind of held it there, and he ended up uh, having overheating and spun out issue. So, so I I know about our lap. I know about Anthony, your nephew. Who's uh, 
Jacob's his brother. Okay. That's so his youngest brother. Okay. He's got okay. two brothers. One's in the Army. and When did he start? Uh, um, he started two years ago. He was okay. driving for another guy. It's been a while since we yeah. talked to you. Yeah, and then uh, he drove our one of our cars with another Another as, team. As a different owner, yeah, but one of our cars out of our stable. Um, and then this year we just took everything back into McKean Motorsports and you know, we're running two full-time cars. So the uh, the dirt sprint car, that doesn't fall under the McCune Motorsports umbrella? I mean, it does. It's sitting right next to my asphalt it's car. It's going to so. have an 88 <laughs> on it. It will have. Yeah. No, I mean, it might as well. I mean, Doug sent everything up here. I just picked up the trailer this morning or this afternoon and, and dumped that off at the house before he came down here. So, yeah, I mean, everything's here. I'm taking care of it all and uh, maintenance, and he come up and help us out and, you know, make sure we got everything done right. When does it get to be yellow? I don't really know. I'm not really worried about that. It's kind of good looking itself. Yeah. And, you know, with just those 88s on it. Yeah. It's got a new wrap on it, so I'm just going to leave it the way she is. Nice. Uh, looks like James Miner still race at Shady Bowl. I know last year was there. Did you race at Shady Bowl? No, we haven't been back there in about maybe four or five years. The musty lights, the crate cars ran there. Um, they may run again this year. I don't know. But uh, they've they've had the last few shows there. So what what are you most looking forward to getting back on the dirt? I mean, is there one thing? Um, racing. Yeah, I mean, just racing. But in general, um, I like the challenge. You know, it's the same thing when we did that Super Modified. You know, there was just, you know, it was a new challenge. I didn't know crap about it. I didn't like it at first. You know, it had a tiny little steering wheel on it, and it was so quick. And there was just so many things that were different about it. You kind of laid down in the car, and, you know, the – the wing would suck your helmet up off the car and off your head, really? you know, you go down straight away like this. And there was just so many things that you had to adapt to. You know, I put a bigger steering wheel on it. I started, you know, lockdown when we won that race at Toledo, I was I probably the only person there. And there's probably still not a lot of guys doing it. We had that wing locked down solid. It didn't move, you know, like in most super modifieds will lower and raise and yeah. do all that stuff. And we didn't, we just locked solid like a sprint car. So I tried to make that thing as most comfortable as I could to what I was used to. And it worked out for us. So, not to say that's going to happen with the dirt because it's a whole other animal, but um, the challenge is what I like the most. I think that's going to be the biggest thing for me and gives me the most drive is to to try and figure this out and try to be successful at it. So your first laps then will be in that in the dirt car. This dirt car is going to be Saturday during hot laps. Yep, at Fremont. I mean, my first lap might be the warm up when they sure. let us fire the engine oh, and we okay. get to roll around and pull it back in. That'll be my <laughs> half lap right there. <laughs> Off of four and two, you know, come on, get that half a lap. But um, yeah, we raced there, and Dev is reminding me of I think it was All Star Show. I don't, I, I can't remember if it was the B main, but I swear I made the A main that night there, and I three sixty that thing coming off of turn four, and my dad just told me, just reminded me about that story, and uh, I, I three sixty coming off of four, and I kept it going, and I only lost a couple spots, but um, he's like that was All Star night, and I'm like it was. <laughs> I honestly didn't, even, I didn't even, it didn't even come to memory that we even did that race until he mentioned it and then it brought back all the memories but yeah so jimmy, jimmy two kids uh wh what are their aspirations in racing they both like to run sprint car but the biggest thing i got to do with the kids is get them out of their telephones and get them out in the shop and work <laughs> and that's a difficult <laughs> situation luck. right yeah so um i mean they both want to do it um i think i don't know kids kids they are they're just a lot different than what we grew up with, you know? You so think? that's, yeah, I mean, it's hugely different. So that's the biggest thing is a, it's a challenge to get them out of the house. And, you know, I mean, we live out in the country, so we've got the four wheelers and dirt bikes and stuff. So they can go out and do that kind of stuff. And my son absolutely, you know, craves that dirt bike stuff. Um, 
I'm just trying to get him into that, you know, I want to learn. He wants to help, but, you know, he's still at that age of, you know, we're, we're trying to get him to get over that uh, that leap. You know, and my daughter's at that age of boys, so we're trying, I'm trying to curtail <laughs> that back and focus on the race car. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they both have desires, but we'll just see how much desire they have because it takes a lot of desire and a lot of hard work to do what we do. Now they're running the dirt at uh, Palmyra. So are, are yeah. their aspirations to go, to keep going on the dirt or, or to follow, following your footsteps uh, on the asphalt? You know, I don't really know. I think, Does, do, you, I think do you care either way? Which way? Which I don't way care do? which way. Um, I think me doing this dirt aspect of it is hopefully to learn what it takes to do it and have that knowledge to you're getting out in them. front of things well that and to move <laughs> them forward because mm -hmm. they really enjoy the dirt so but we have all the asphalt stuff so it's like what, what do you do you know so i mean it, it's just it, like i said it's a new challenge i can learn stuff um and, and pass it on to them and you know if they want to go around a 305 or something like that or you know depends on what we what we do in the future with the asphalt side and I know we kind of touched on this uh, before in one of our conversations we had with you, but what uh, what are some of the differences between the asphalt sprint car versus the dirt sprint car? I mean, when you look at them, yeah, they're the same from a distance. But uh, I mean, they've got the wings, of course, and they got I mean, the. The one thing it. I notice is, is the asphalt ones you sit right down on the on yeah. the ground. Yeah, we're slammed down on the ground. We run all coils. They run bars. Cars, you know, six inches off the ground for the for the. Uh, um, Dirt car. I mean, it's just so many. I mean, the car is shorter wheelbase, shorter everything. Um, a lot lighter, you know, than the asphalt car. Asphalt cars are pretty heavy. I mean, I mean we got to weigh 1,600 pounds with a driver, and I don't know what their weight rule is, but, um, I mean, they've always been a lot lighter, you know, 150, 200 pounds lighter than us. So, but they're the same, but so much different. It, it's just hard to explain. No way to convert to an asphalt sprint car over to a yeah a me and dad were giggling the other day he says wouldn't it be cool to take that drying out there and you know just after one night of racing you know and the track laid down rubber and just have it there and just you know go out and you know race a car up off the ground and throw something at it to see if it would go around the track and i'm like it doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun to me <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i'd try it but i don't know roddy schroyer just said that uh his son rj would be glad to help with the dirt bike stuff if uh if jumbo decides to go that way I appreciate it, but as as at this point, we're just backyard dirt boy kids. Uh, <laughs> we got some trails up north of us. I, I'm pretty sure he knows where it's at. I've, I've seen them guys go by that area um, north of me, off of uh, off of Rauk on the north side. I'm sure sure he knows the trails up there. But uh, his the guy that uh, owns property up there, his kid actually does race, so um, and I seem to do pretty well, I guess. So what's uh, how's the tire situation for you know with the asphalt? Deal. On our side so far, we haven't had any issues, but, you know, we were running every other couple of weeks, you know. I mean, you know, we're two, three Do you weeks think that helps to have a, a for little sure. spread I mean, out we're, schedule? We're running, yeah. you know, a dozen shows, and they're only feeding, I think, the asphalt side. I think the American Racers is only feeding us. Um, I mean, they you didn't take on anyone else. You guys are on a one-tire rule with... We always have been. Almost every racetrack okay. we go to, we're at the same right rear all night, so we don't really have to change a whole lot of stuff. So that makes it nice. I hear uh, the sprint car tires are pretty, pretty expensive. The dirt, the dirt tires. Yeah, they're they're pretty pricey. I was yeah. quite surprised. You didn't have any problems getting any tires for? No, for no, no. Time. We went we went down seen Market Gears and uh, he had a tire and you know here your, we are. Your thoughts on the failure issues that some of the sprint car teams have been having? I don't really have any input on that. Um, 
try to stay out of the tire battle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we all know that there's a problem, but, you know, what do we do? You know, I mean, everybody blames everything on everything else. So, you know, that's the world we're in at the moment. So we've got to deal with what we've held. So what uh, the must-see uh, racing sprint car series that, that you're running is kind of, like you said, it, things COVID messed everything up. Uh, I think there there was uh, some, I guess there was a competing series or something and talk about combining them at one point. Um, over the last couple of years, there really wasn't too much. I mean, the okay. Auto Value Series had a series. Um, they didn't have a whole That's lot of wing races. They started converting over to non-wing. Um, and then this year, um, they had teamed up with uh, Anderson Speedway, which was running the 500 Tour or 500 Series, whatever they call it now. Um, so they picked up about, I don't know, 8 to 10 non-wing shows. Um, so, yeah, we're competing with them a little bit now because um, we ran Birch Run last week, and they ran um, – Plymouth, Indiana, and uh, Berlin, Michigan. So Plymouth, that used to be the dirt track. Yeah, it was. Well, it was asphalt. We used to run there, and then it went to dirt. Now Now it's back. back. (laughs) Cool. So, so the current state of uh, the Must See series is uh, is pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, we got a good core group of guys, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be fine. Uh, I got another question here from one of our listeners. Uh, Ever thought of hopping in a, a modified asphalt car? I have. Okay. So the I already, I know, yes. I've, already, I've already done it. How's that? <laughs> I ran Angola for about a half season over there, and I got bored out of my mind. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. Just the car or the track or, or what? Oh, no, I love Angola. Okay. We won a lot of races there. Midget, sprint car, didn't matter. Um, but, yeah, I love Angola. But um, we were running a small motored car. Um, you know, it was mid-pack at best. And uh, it just wasn't my cup of tea. It was really slow, and I just didn't enjoy it as much. It wasn't a sprint car? No. Didn't go no. as fast? No. I just... It was fun. I did it for a little while. And I was like, oh, I'm done. I can't do it. Uh, so next year, is uh, is this uh, dirt thing on the side going to continue, do you think? Or is this you know, get, something you're dabbling? get through these first four or five races okay. I'm going to do. I got to get through night one. Now, first. if you get through, <laughs> let's put it this way. You, you get through these first few races, you do better than you expected. I mean, next next season, maybe look at uh, doing more dirt, maybe? Um, if everything goes as planned, you know, and we run these four or five races and we enjoy it and we're having fun, both the car owner and myself, my dad, you know, the team, um, then I would say, yeah, I would look at my schedule next year and kind of, you know, balance out because he doesn't want to run full time. You know, I don't want to run full time. You know, I don't I have not a whole lot of desire to go to. I shouldn't say it. I don't with my commitments to my kids running Friday night. If I didn't have kids and I could run Friday night and Saturday night at Attica and Fremont and I could get a ride. Hell yeah, I do in a heartbeat. Um, so we probably won't see another McCune track champion at Fremont. Probably not. I mean, unless my kid decided to go kidding. dirt. <laughs> yeah. And then we got a Jimmy McCune there. So, um, or a Morgan McCune, you know, we've got my, my daughter as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's always that opportunity, but we just got to get to that point, um, get these races under our belt this season. And, and both of us want to do the same thing next year and, you know, we'll do it. Now, you've run a, a lot of different tracks throughout your career. Is there any tracks that you haven't yet had a chance to run on that you would really like to? Ooh. Bristol? No, I've North Wilkesboro? I've done Bristol. Yeah? We were scheduled to go to North Wilkesboro on the wing car, but I didn't. Uh, I think that place is just a little bit too big and a little bit too fast for what we do. You know, I mean, was it 0.6 miles, something a little bit more than a half yeah, mile? Yeah, it's, it's somewhere around around a 5.8, and it's got some pretty decent banking. I mean, I know we've run IRP, and that's been extremely fast. Um, Winchester? And it was fun. 
Yeah, Winchester we've done, Salem we've done. Right. Bristol we've done, you know, I mean, and when we went to Bristol, I was just like, you know, we went to the tire test down there and the, the, the track managers and uh, the higher-ups from the track come down and they wanted to talk, and what do you think? And, oh, and I was like, that's all right. How many, like, how many second laps were you doing at Bristol? Um, we were running 13s, track records 12-7. So, yeah, it was flying. So you're getting around. <laughs> um, but we were so fast and the track was so smooth that the car didn't move. It didn't bobble. It was just locked down. So it didn't even feel like you were going fast. I got out of the car and I was like, eh, it was all right. <laughs> I mean, but when you're... Did you feel the G-forces in the corner? You know? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, you're getting that whole squat you yeah. down, push you down in the seat. But at the end of the day, the car's not moving. So you're just kind of like locked down and just kind of rolling. It's not like Winchester or Salem where you're in there and, you know, the car's bouncing around and you're kind of having to wheel it. Um, so it was kind of boring, but... Um, Oh, if you get yeah. uh, 20 other cars around you. No, that, that was fun. That, that was crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, the race was really good. I mean, we didn't have a really strong performance. We had some motor issues. But uh, um, all in all, I don't. I, I really couldn't come up with one racetrack that I would say, oh, my gosh, I would really like to run there. Because, I mean, I've been so fortunate in my career to run a lot of different places, you know, whether it was, you know, big tracks with a stock car, you know, back in the day or, you know, getting to run some dirt. Um, you know, I ran Eldora and a midget, you know, and that was, you know, I think I did it twice and one of my own way, way back in the day. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, there's been so many places that I've got to run. I just couldn't come up with one that says, you know, God, I want to really run here. Would you ever run a uh, dirt late model? Probably. Yeah. That guy's got one. No. He just needs a motor. Yeah. He doesn't have a motor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, a race car is a race car and, and the way those dirt late models are locked down to the racetrack now, I mean, they just look almost slot carish just watching <laughs> you know, some of the, some of the things that they're doing with them. So they're, they're, sprint defi- cars. they're definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the biggest thing would be just getting that, you know, used to that car, just dumping on the right front and, you know, kind of sitting there. So that would be a different feeling. You know, same thing with this wing sprint car, you know, and going to dirt, you know, we squat the whole rear of the car and it dips on the left rear, but you know, now we're going to go in and it's going to lay over on the left really hard and it's going to turn sideways and pull know, the right front. Yeah. So, so there's mean, a lot more suspension travel. With yeah, there's the, with a lot more going on in that dirt car than there is in the <laughs> asphalt car. We carry a ton of speed, but we don't move around like that. So, what about uh, for the setup? Uh, is anybody helping you out with that? Or, um, or do you have pretty yeah. n- enough knowledge of working on the dirt for the setup? Me knowledge on that side? No. <laughs> do I have some basics of what it would take? <clears throat> of course, but I've also got friends, and like I said, Brian Smith helped us out, and he, you know, he'd run J and J's for such a long time, and he's like. <laughs> Last car until I updated this year. I think it was this year he updated. He said he ran an 09 J&J. So, you know, he's like, go with this. And my buddy Jeremy McCune, which he's, he lent us that truck uh, out west when we broke down. Um, that's all he's run is J&Js his whole life. So we've been on, you know, video calls and, and a lot of text messaging back and forth and, you know, just getting a, a real good baseline. So when I go in there, you know, we'll just have a nice, hopefully nice little ride and you know, we can make some adjustments. Let's talk about that debacle in Wyoming. Yeah. And, and Do we have to? How, and, and how, <laughs> how did you run into a guy named McCune that could help you? Yeah, where, 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 first off, where were you headed? So that? we were headed out to Idaho for uh, a big, big paying money race, and they run uh, 360s out there. So we had borrowed a motor and went and did some testing and got all geared up to go run for this race. It was 20,000 to win, you know, big money for an asphalt race. So. Yeah, let's just go out there. You know, we run strong out here. Let's and we win races. Let's go out there and try this. You know, at least we can say we did it. Um, so we're twenty hours into the ride of damn near thirty, I think it was to get there. Um, and we're out in the middle. Do you drive of, straight through, or do you take any? Nah, we stopped the first night. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
We got uh, somewhere in, uh, I think it was Billings. No, not Billings. That's where Jeremy's from. Um, we were in Rawlings, Wyoming. And we're talking about a one-horse town. There was absolutely nothing. You came down off this hill, and it was like, oh, there's a city out there. And it took us like 20 more minutes to get to it, you know. Um, and that's where uh, the truck started to falter a little bit. And it just started losing power, losing power, losing power. And now we're going about 30 miles an hour down the highway. And, you know, we had to pull off. And, I mean, dirt parking lot, this little shell station out in the middle of nowhere. And we're still about eight miles from that city that we thought we could see that was getting close. And we never made it. And it wasn't your hauler then? No, it was mine. It was our semi. Oh, okay. Our, everything. Yeah, gotcha. we'd okay. taken our own hauler out there and stuff. So um, one thing leads to another. We call out a couple companies, and it costs us a fortune to figure out that we've got a bigger problem than just something small, you know, a fuel filter or something stupid, why we lost power. So um, we ended up having to get it towed. We dropped the trailer. We towed the truck into Rowlings, which was about eight miles down the highway. Had to leave the trailer out and... BFE, you know, overnight. So that was nerve wracking as hell because we couldn't figure out, you know, I mean, it's just right on the side of the highway. I mean, this little tiny little shell station. And uh, we're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? You know, I mean, that what happens if we wake up and that trailer's just gone, you know, it's disappeared, you know. So the next morning, we con some guy on a dually where the hotel where we stuck at, we had a Walmart there. So we went and scoped out the Walmart and we sit in the parking lot till we found a, a dually with a, <laughs> a dually with a goose and a, a fifth wheel hookup. And, uh, we kind of got into it for a couple hundred bucks to go up the street and and uh, tow our trailer back. And you were you know, stalking like, at Walmart. Oh yeah. <laughs> so then awesome. we talked this guy into doing it, and uh, he's like, "All right, well, I got a load of this and this, and I'll uh, I'm gonna go drop the old lady off, and uh, I'll I'll get the stuff out of the back of my truck, and I'll go pick it up for you." So then we're like, "So then oh, I had boy. the we had the lady's name at the uh, at the carryout, so we called her, and I'm like, "Is that guy here picking my trailer up?" And she's like, "Yeah, he's here right now." And I'm like, "All right, did he head west?" Yeah, he's heading west. I'm like, all right, because we're right next to the highway again where the hotel is, and we're just eagle-eyeing the highway waiting for like 20, 30 minutes. I mean, this guy had to tow this giant trailer with a with a dually, but he got it to us, and, uh, you know, that worked out. So we were stuck in Rollins for two days, and I, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if I posted on Facebook that we were broke down, and, and uh, Jeremy was straight north of us about 10 hours. No, I think it was... Somewhere around six or eight hours up to Billings, Montana, where we needed to go. And uh, me and one of the guys did a round trip overnight, uh, just him and I, up to the shop and back down from his shop, down to the truck and trailer, hooked it up, and jetted across the next morning to uh, to Idaho and uh, made it to get, I think, one hot lap session on that practice night and went out for the race the next day. So, And our truck got stuck out there for five more weeks while they fixed it. And it was some kind of a computer How did you issue. get back home? So that was a whole other story. You know, I mean, this is <laughs> this was a cluster mess. How'd, so. how'd you do in the race? Um, was it worth the trip out there? Absolutely not. No, okay. we, we ran good. Um, there was rules that we weren't accustomed to, so we had to change a few things, and we had muffler issues because we don't run a whole lot of muffler, and and there was just a lot of issues. Um, we had a decent run. We were up to, I don't know, 8th or 10th or something in the main and they they cut it down into three segments, and you had to be in the top. It's almost like F1 qualifying. You had to be in the top 15, then you had to be in the top 10, and then you were on for the last ones. And you could change tires, and it was just this crazy little setup that they had. And I don't remember if it was 100 laps or 80 laps or whatever, but um, I got run over from behind on uh, on a restart. Um, and yeah, we lost a front axle and, and a nose and a wing in the 
heat race and then it was got run over in the race and then these cars there was a car parked in right inside the cockpit with a no with a bumper here and I couldn't get out of the car and there was smoke and I was just like I'm getting out of this damn car so I climbed out through the front of the roll cage down the hood and slid down and got the hell out of the car because I was like I'm not sitting in here I don't like you know a car a bumper sitting right here in my face <laughs> I got I mean I had a sissy bar on the side of the car and it dented it in pushed it in about an inch where he hit me Wow. And, uh, well, of course, they have a rule. If you get out of your car, you're done. You're done. You can't get back in. <laughs> and, of course, I didn't know it. I don't run with them. So, pff, night over. Done. Hasta luego. Bye-bye. So, so how'd you get home then? So, we got back to Rowling's. We have to get back there because that's where the truck is. So, we get there and find out, well, we still don't know what's wrong with it. What are we going to do? So, there so, was a shop at, at Rowling's? In yeah, there? there was a, a Cummins dealer there. So, okay. I mean, we had a Ford with a Cummins in it. So, uh, we get that, and they still don't know what's wrong with it. It ends up spending five weeks out there before they figured it out. So in the meantime, we spent two more days in in uh, Rollins waiting out uh, someone to come pick us up. So um, Whitehair Racing, there's another uh, team out of Illinois. They had heard what happened, and uh, asphalt team. And he's like, I know right where you guys are at. I used to live out in Wyoming. He says, man, you were in a bad spot. <laughs> you were in a really bad spot. So he got in this truck all by himself, and he's got a big four-door, um, like a Kodiak-type uh uh, Freightliner, I think, kind of deal. And he drove out 20 hours, picked us up, spent the night, and I don't know, 20, about 25 hours back to my house, dropped us off, and took off and went home. <laughs> so, I mean. Only in the racing community could that happen, right? Though, Jimmy. Exactly. I mean, we had a guy loan us a truck. So, I mean, that was another fiasco I had to have. So, we get back to Rollins, and now I got to get the truck back up to Jeremy. So, we have to drive the truck up to Jeremy. And now, me and the guy that picked it up, we're stuck up in Rollins. So a guy that runs Pavement Pounders on Facebook, he does a Facebook page and a lot of writing and stuff for some magazines. So he's in Boise visiting his mother. He says, because he was out there for the race, and he says, I'll pick you guys up in Billings on the way back. So he picks us up in Billings, and we drove a little Prius all the way back to Toledo. (laughs) And he's from Anderson, Indiana. So he drives us all the way to Toledo and turns around and has to go back to Anderson three hours back the other way. In a Prius. Yeah. Old buddy. Three of us in a Prius, man. It was awesome. (laughs) Life is good. You guys were cool. Yeah, it was really great. (laughs) So the truck all all fine now? Everything's good? Yeah, it runs really good. Uh, Flint Trucking up in uh, Litchfield, Michigan, up by Butler Speedway. Um, They used to have a sprint car, asphalt car, and uh, he uh, did a lot of maintenance for it uh, late in the winter for us and uh, got her all tuned up, and she's she's running really nice now. Good. Any any plans to uh, make a long trip again like that? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. The only way I'll do that is uh, we'll fly out and run. But uh, we actually had a deal set up to do that, and then everything fell through, and we had some motor issues and lost a couple motors. And I had a kid coming from Idaho um, to run my car, and then he had a, he had a second car um, that they ran out there that was really fast last year, and uh, I was going to get to run it, and that all fell through. So I didn't have a ride for him, and you know, it is what it is. You know, things happen. Well, this is a, it's in September, right? Yeah. So something still could. Are they having that race this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. They're still having it. It's called the Pink Lady Classic. Really? Out in Meridian, Idaho. Yep. See, this time you know the rules, at least. I do. At least some of them. Yeah. And, I mean, the car that I would drive is, is the track owner's son's second car. So, I mean, that, it's a win-win situation if it was to pan out. But at this point, nothing panned out so far. And, and ever since that trip, nothing really worked out very well. So, it was like, <laughs> you know, we finally turned the corner last week. So, it was like. Up until that point, it was like, man, we've had nothing but bad juju ever since that weekend. And he, even that when week. you even when you won at Birch Run, you had some bad. Oh, we juju. We still had really bad juju, but we still won. So, 
Hopefully, we're getting that out of our system. Right. Well, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe you'll win uh, Saturday in Fremont. Why not, Jimmy? And maybe Jimmy, Jimmy knows you know, the deal, but we're not going to hold him to that. Dude, okay. There's always a maybe. There's always a maybe in racing, yeah. but that one is so far out there. <laughs> hey, if, if you're a betting betting, the odds probably are pretty pretty. Ten thousand to one, maybe. something like that. Something think like of the that. return on on that At investment. Least maybe a hundred thousand to one. I think I didn't have enough zeros. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But think of the return like on I that said, investment. Make it a show. Step one. We'll we'll, we'll tell you that. Um, all, most of our guests go on to win their next race. You know that deal, and and it's worked for you a few times. Well, it'll be a win if he makes the race, but according to him, we'll give him a pass on on the dirt race. Just expect him to win on his next pavement race. Where, where'd you say uh, your next uh, must see race? Rockford, is? Illinois. Rockford, okay. Yeah, They're, and you run you, well there. You're gonna yeah, get we the win run really there. well there. There you go. So, I can't guarantee that one. I can't guarantee your oil won't leak or some weird thing, but you'll you'll get the win there. I'm hoping all the work we've done over the last week and a half on it guarantees <laughs> that stinking thing ain't gonna leak. All right. Well, uh, we definitely thank you for uh, coming in and uh, thanks for having us. Some time we have have for some sure. news to go over here, some uh, results from last weekend before we r- wrap things up. Oh, we're gonna give away uh, some pizza too from Big D's. Oh, cool. Uh, so stick around for all that. Uh, last weekend, racing roundup, Rainsfield Raceway Park uh, was in action with the Rick, Rick Ferkel Classic. You, part of. Uh, do you want Jimmy to hang around or? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't. Unless know. you, unless you got to get out of here. He's he's got some work to do. It's it's up to him. Yeah, it's I up still to got him. work to do. All right, but I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Well, then get the hell out of here. If it wasn't two <laughs> nights before my first dirt race in 30 years, I'd stay. <laughs> so it's work, so work on the dirt do. car you have to do? Um, I've still got work on that. I've still got work on the asphalt car. I just got the trailer up here from Doug um, today, this afternoon. I dropped it off when I got home. And then my buddy from South Africa, I was trying to get him to come to this radio show today. And he was busy and he needed some wheels. So I just had so many things going on. I didn't get anything done. Gotcha. So. I thought you rode with Ron. So I thought you were stuck here. No, he was going to ride with me. And I was oh. like, dude, I'm going to have to jet. As soon as this is over, <laughs> I'm like, love to say, but I, I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, man. Good luck this week. Maybe we'll call in, in in a week or two and let you know how everything went. Yes, definitely. <laughs> what, one of our val- valued listeners in Australia says a very exciting interview. Thank you. Awesome. And I got some of my buddies from Australia, the sprint car guys are on their way over here. They're, uh, they get in next month. They raced with us in South Africa two years ago on our last trip. All right. So some sprint car guys are on their way over, a couple of them. So Are they going to be here in time to see you race on dirt? I don't. I think the only time they're going to be in this area, they're going to be here for a month because they want to go to Knoxville and all that stuff. Oh. But the only time they're going to be here is during an asphalt race. So they were pretty bummed. They said, I'd really rather see you run on the dirt because, of course, that's what they do over there. So, yeah. Awesome. But we'll see. Jimmy, we appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks a guys. Lot, buddy. Appreciate yep. it. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> there you go, Jimmy McCune. Five-time. Champion, five times. We should just call you five time. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Five time must see uh, sprint car series champion doing the dirt thing. Uh, you can starting. find your way out. Just keep going until you find a door. Uh, joining us here in the studio. Uh, racing roundup for last weekend, Thursday, the Rick Frickle Classic at Waynesfield Raceway Park, part of the Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Yep. Uh, Tyler Courtney picking up the win in the uh, 410s for the All Stars. And Jamie Miller picking up 305 feature win. I think it was his third win of the season overall. Could be 305, something like that. Uh, Attica Raceway Park was off because of uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Lima Lane hosting the All-Star Circuit of Champions. And uh, Danny Dietrich picked up the sec- his second win of the week. And Jeff Koz picked up the win in the Modifieds. Saturday night at uh, Oakshade, Devin Shields 
finally uh, got himself a Barney Oldfield feature win. Said that was uh, his biggest uh, win of his career so far. Yeah. So kind of stunk up the show. He kinda, drove away. Yeah. Chris Williams uh, picked up the win in the sportsman. Uh, William Bubba Kundik picked up the win in the Dominator Superstock. A main. Ryan Oakley in the compacts. Jaden Blykamp, rookie driver. Uh, looking pretty strong there. He picked up the win in the Superstock B main, and Eric Carr picked up the win in the Compact B main. Uh, Fremont uh, was also off because of Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Sandusky in action, though. Clayton Oliver uh, picked up the win in the Renegades. Uh, Jaden Stanfield picked up the beginner stock win. Bobby Justice was the pure stock winner. I saw a post from Clayton Oliver that uh, Mark Gaynock, uh, announcer over there at Sandusky, had shared. Uh, putting up some extra money or something. Because I guess, uh, you know, people are getting not happy that he's winning all the time right. and saying he's got, like, a touring series car or something. But he's putting some money up to anybody that can beat him. Sure. I don't remember how much it was, so I'll have to look that up. I just had stumbled across that, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. All right. If he's got the money to put up for it, why not? Uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway was in action Saturday night. Bub Roberts uh, picked up the win in the Modifieds. Jordan Conover uh, was the Super Stock winner for guests on the show. Dalton Smith was the uh, winner of the Hornet feature, and Dustin Markham picked up the win in the Street Stocks. Oh yeah, they had the dirt truck, dirt truck, dirt track truck series. The DTTS also in action, and uh, Riley Hader picked up the win in that action. Flat Rock, Kyle Clump, Crump. Kyle Crump won the ARCA CRA Super Series uh, CRA Jugs, Jegs All-Star Tour feature win. This is just way too many names for, for a series. Yeah. A little bit. Harold Fair uh, Jr. picked up the win in the Outlaw Super Late Models. Cody Remick uh, was the factory stock winner. It was his first uh, ever feature win, so congratulations to Cody. In uh, other Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions action Saturday night, Portsmouth, that's uh, where the finale for Ohio Sprint Speed Week was. Uh, Brent Marks picking up the win there. And Justin Peck earned the championship for Ohio Sprint Speed Week, who we had on about a month or two ago. Yeah, so congratulations to Justin Peck. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series action Friday night. Chris Madden and Jimmy Owens each uh, picked up a win in the Mountain Moonshine Classic preliminaries at Smoky Mountain Speedway. Saturday night, Chris Madden was the big winner. At Smoky Mountain, picked up the uh, $50,000 Mountain Moonshine uh, Classic win. So congratulations to him. Uh, Arkham and Art Series Saturday at uh, Berlin Raceway in the Zinzer Smart Coat 200. Sammy Smith picking up the win there. Helio uh, Castroneves picked up the wins win at Five Flag Speedway in the SRX Series. I just uh, watched that the other day. I had yeah. recorded that. So How was the race? Cool. It was a, it was all right. I mean, yeah. it wasn't there was wasn't anything terribly exciting, but it was it was entertaining. All right. And they have their uh the I forget what they call their yellow flags that they randomly throw just to kind of keep the competition tight. I mean, it, competition caution. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They they had a different uh Alan Bestwick had a name for it that uh he called it, but uh yeah, not, not too bad. I mean, and Paul Tracy is out there rubbing, which was always fun to see, and Bill Elliott is looking much older than 66. Really? Well, he looks like he's 10 years older than you. Ooh, that's yeah. scary. But he still, he still raced pretty good. So, uh, NASCAR, only the truck se- series uh, was in action over the weekend, Saturday night. Uh, Todd Gilliland picked up the win in Clean Harbor's 150 at Knoxville Raceway. Buddy Kofoid finished 11th. Tyler Carpenter also uh, running that. I don't didn't uh, 
have a chance to check out where he finished. But uh, we ended up following his hauler when we were on our way down to uh, West Virginia on Sunday. Okay. I was like, hey, look, that's uh, Nice Motorsports. Oh, I think that's, uh, yeah. Uh, another note, uh, Summer Nationals uh, action for uh, Dirt Car UMP. Thursday, last Thursday night, I should say, at Davenport Speedway's Chris Simpson picking up the win. Friday night, Bobby Pierce picked up the win at Tri-City Speedway. Saturday was Chris Simpson at Fairbury Speedway. Sunday, Brian Shirley picked up the win at Sycamore Speedway. Uh, then he backed that up with another win Tuesday night at Springfield Raceway with a, a deflating right rear tire. So it doesn't matter if you have air in the tires or not. Apparently. Uh, and then last night, Wednesday night, at Adams County Speedway, it was Bobby Pierce picking up the win. Uh, just got a little bit of racing news to uh, go through here before we get to our how many and a chance to win a Big D's pizza. Before we get to that, though, I'm going to mention Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meets race every Saturday night, starting... Um, I got to update my copy here. This is from before the season. Uh, this weekend is uh, uh, the Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series and also uh, Night of Wheels. So there will be a lot of bikes and hopefully there's trikes. A, hopefully, and, awful lot of bikes. Yeah. yeah. So if uh, yeah, only new ones. They have to be new, but you can donate them uh, to. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, if you want to get in on that, but or bring the kids, drivers, fans, yeah, somebody driving, anybody down can the pitch street. in. A lot of kids uh, go away. I think it's like the kids' favorite night of the year. I'll bet it would be my favorite night of the year. Uh, but only kids can win those bikes. That's uh, this Saturday night, Oakshade Raceway. Gates open at four, racing at seven p.m. And uh, reminder about the hot dog race. We had a few more entries on that. Hey, we haven't talked about that. In a, uh, a little bit here, but uh, the hot dog race coming up at Oakshade Raceway on July 2nd. And uh, Dominator Superstock drivers at Oakshade Raceway are eligible for that. If you want to get in the drawing, we're going to have two competitors and two alt- alternates for that event. So not everybody can do it. And we're going to do a random drawing uh, among people that are interested in doing the hot dog race. And so far, I think we're almost up to about 10 drivers have uh, tossed their hat into the, to the ring there. So uh, head on over to HammerdownRacingReport.com. There's a form on there. Uh, you have until Wednesday night, this uh, next week, Wednesday night, is uh, probably when I'll take that form down. Right. So if you want to uh, be eligible to win $100, and that's thanks to uh, Nick Lloyd's Fix and Fab for uh, putting that, that money in. If you want to be eligible, fill out that form. It's pretty easy. It's a real simple form. Just name, number, phone number, email. Boom, and uh, we'll put you in the drawing. We're going to spin the Big D's pizza wheel, actually, to determine who the uh, racers and alternates are for that. And there is an explanation of the race on our Facebook page uh, at the pinned post. So if uh, you have any questions about what the hot dog race is, go there. The, Basic, for, the format's there form, yeah. and explains it yep. all. Basically, now, now, you said that it's super stock drivers. Uh, did we say that any driver could race, but it had to be in a super stock car? Correct. Okay. If somebody has access to a super stock, then that's fine. So Rusty Schlenk could. Uh, Rusty Schlenk could. Uh, um, Greg Dietre, he's he's one that threw his his hat right. in there. So, oh, and, and our mystery guest is actually <laughs> calling really? us on the phone. Yeah. Um, is that a three three seven phone number? No, I, well, I don't know because it just has a name because I have it programmed in. Oh, Pam Hendricks, how, how are you? Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. 
Okay. Well, I am we wonderful. We wouldn't miss it. It's Pam Hendricks from Oakshade Raceway. Uh, what, what What did you want to talk about? Well, I called to apologize. Your phone's breaking up. And there's, huh? I don't know. There you That's go. because I got T-Mobile. <laughs> I think we understand that one. Can you still hear me? Yeah, it's yes. Still breaking up. No, you're good right there. Just don't move. <laughs> anyway, I called to apologize for the type of racetrack we had Saturday night. It was unexcusable, and I'm not going to make any excuses. It's It happened. So we're trying to do everything we can to never, ever, ever have something like that again. Ever. And that's so. a, that's something that's, that, I mean, there's been nights where it's a little dusty, but that was, and it wasn't just Oakshade that had that issue. Well, Lima there were a Land. lot of tracks that had those yeah. problems. Uh, I think the weatherman has been hating racing lately. <laughs> Yeah, but the only ones I worry about is Oakshade. Did I did I lose you? Nope, we're nope. here. Nope, we're here. Okay. So uh, this this weekend, what can we uh, expect for track conditions? But oh, now we lost her. <laughs> <laughs> kind of out of our hands Saturday, but did what we could do. Okay, well, I, I heard about a, about a third of what you just said. <laughs> Hello? Hello, can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So we're good for... We're going to... Go we ahead. are good for Saturday. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't know it because we don't like to tell, but they'll see Saturday... Um, they're going to have to bear with us. I got new people in the back. Chrissy will not be there. So we're going to go on and hope everybody works with us that we don't get the lineups down or correct or to it, but we're going to try all we can do to do it. So I got new people back there to do it. Well, and I'll be spectating again, Pam. So if there's anything okay. I can do to help, just feel free okay. to ask. All right, well, it's hard for me to ask when I'm up there and I don't know what all's going on. So <laughs> if you see they're struggling or think they need help, ask them if they need <laughs> that help. Okay. They might not know everything going on and they they have helped, but now it's, they're on their own. Yeah, I'm not exactly a rookie there, so. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So, um, Okay. Sounds good. Just thought I'd call in to make my apologies for all of us and hope it never, ever happens again in my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Pam, Pam, let Chrissy know that there's a lot of people praying for her. Absolutely. I will. I thank you. And Okay. All right, girl. She needs it. She needs it. I all right. Know. All right, Pam. Thank you. We'll uh, see you Saturday. Right. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. bye. Here you go, Pam Hendricks. Uh, Promoter over at Oakshade Raceway. A little, little scary dusty out there, but uh, a lot of tracks had that problem yeah. last weekend. And, and it didn't seem so bad. No, I was sitting in the grandstands, but it didn't seem so bad once the sun went down. No, yeah. Once uh, after intermission, things were, were pretty good there.
But uh, yeah, the sun going down with the that was a little yeah. Turns three and four. the rest of the track, uh, as the sun's going down, the grandstands shelter it, but the sun really hits turns three and four, and uh, yeah, it, it made that dust issue a little worse. It's usually about time my heat race is going out there. That's I'm, the I'm one. always That's hoping. The one. I'm always hoping that either we go out early, it's cloudy, or it's after the sun goes down. But it never seems to work out. Um, don't forget to call Romula Race Cars seven three four eight five six seven two two three. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Included. You still have tires left? Uh, I'm waiting for my next shipment of Tall City dirt tires. Okay, so you've already you've gone through. Uh, I have exhausted my initial my initial uh, order. Any idea when uh, you'll get the next? Or you do have I, to go pick them up? No, they'll they'll be shipped in. I, I'm thinking it'll be this week. Okay, this coming week. There you go. So can people uh, put in their orders now and reserve? Uh, oh, I can bump this? my. Bump my order if if somebody okay. wants to order fifty or sixty tires, I can. There you go. Yeah, I'll I'll work with them. Seven three four eight five six seven two two three. Do they get a discount uh, if they buy in bulk? Yeah, I can go from one hundred and five to one hundred and four. That's a discount. All right, that works. Scott, I'm not making much money on those tires, and, and I do it because I I love the super stock class and. Uh, Got to keep uh, keep the cars racing. That's it. Oops, that didn't work. That kind of worked. Um, uh, a little bit of racing news. Uh, two weeks ago, Fox hosted their final NASCAR race of the season before handing the remaining portion of the uh, coverage over to NBC for the Cup Series. However, Clint Boyer was not in attendance for the race at Sonoma Raceway in California. And I noticed that. I was watching. I was like, yeah. I don't hear Clint talking. Well, this is it's weird not hearing Clint. And they said uh, that uh, they addressed his absence, uh, stating that Boyer was taking care of a personal issue. And apparently uh, that involved... A uh, highway accident near Osaga Beach, Missouri. The incident took place just before 9 p.m. on Sunday, June 5th. Earlier that day, the 43-year-old Boyer was in East St. Louis working the uh, broadcast booth with uh, the NASCAR race at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, Lake Ozark Police Department reported uh, report noted that uh, Boyer was driving west on US 54 while approaching Missouri 242. He uh, struck a woman who was walking on the ramp. Per the police report, Boyer slammed the brakes as soon as the incident occurred. He then called for help and uh, appointed emergency workers in the direction of the woman when they arrived. The woman was pronounced dead at the scene. She has since been identified as Mary Jane Simmons of Camdenton, Missouri. Uh, Boyer's Boyer's vehicle took heavy damage to the windshield directly in front of the driver's seat. Uh, he gave a roadside BAC test, uh, which turned back results of 0.00. The uh, woman's body was found next to a crystalline substance. It's suspected of uh, metamphetamine, uh, per the re- police report. Uh, the report also noted the woman was likely under the influence of drugs. That's a shame. That, yeah, that, that, can, that can be devastating to someone. Yeah, so, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll... Clint will be back in the booth next year. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. used uh, nitrous to qualify for his first Cup Series race back in 1975. Really? Yeah. Just uh, came out. uh, Dale Jr. had someone on his podcast uh, this week, uh, was talking about that. Inside knowledge? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, he uh, back in 1975, he was with an underfunded team 
at Charlotte Motor Speedway. The nitrous was quickly removed after qualifying, and Dale ended up finishing uh, 22nd in the race with the uh, nitrous removed. So, apparently, there was a little more. Cheating seemed to be a little easier to do back then. I don't think you could get away with that these days. Probably not. Yeah. But, but with all the engineers in NASCAR, you just never, never know. Yeah. Uh, sad news, uh, Bruton Smith, founder of Speedway Motorsports uh, that operate half of the uh, tracks on the NASCAR schedule, passed away Wednesday, yesterday, at the uh, age of 95. I didn't realize he was that old. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. Um, and finally, Dale Jr. is teasing an entry into the uh, North Wilkesboro comeback after uh, testing one of his junior motorsports late models. Uh, after the test, he stated that uh, he had intentions of signing up and running the uh, Cars Tour race which uh, there are two sets of Cars Tour events on the schedule at the track this year uh, that they're going to run on the asphalt August 19th and 20th with the Pro Late Models and August 30, uh, 30th and 31st with the uh, Late Model Stocks. Uh, Junior Motorsports Late Models competes in the Late Model Stock Division, so it most likely would be during that final weekend in uh, August. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I've got to believe it's hard for him just to spectate. Probably. Well, that's why he gets in the Xfinity car. He probably gets paid quite nicely for his time in the booth. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. But that would be pretty, I mean, that would be a big treat for the fans there, too. Oh, yeah. Bring even more attention back to North Wilkesboro as they try and resurrect the track. Uh, And that's going to be on the old uh, asphalt surface as well. So uh, last week's how many was how many late models were going to be at Oakshade on Saturday for the birthday race. Not the birthday race, the Barney Oldfield. I'm getting ahead of myself here. And the uh, actual number was 33. Right. I picked 33. Did you? I did. You picked 34. Oh. If you were there, you would have won. I mean, if you were there with your late model. I, I was. But... Yeah. yeah. So our uh, listener winner was uh, J.D. Smith. He picked uh, 38, was uh, the closest. Really? Mm-hmm. Everybody else uh, Everybody was, pretty, was pretty optimistic. I guess so, yes. So J.D. Smith will get himself a uh, free Big D's pizza. Just get with Dean Henry or uh, myself and we'll... Point you in the right direction to get that. You have 30 days to claim your pizza. You want a chance to win next week? Here you go. How many GLSS, Great Lake Super Sprints, are going to be at Fremont on Saturday? They're going to be part of the uh, show along with the uh, 410s and 305s. The 360 GLSS Sprints will be there as well. And I was going to do some research and see how many cars they've had at previous races, but I, I was too busy working on my car today. I didn't have a chance, so I have no idea. Cannot give any any uh, indication of how many. Well, uh, I didn't do any homework, and well, I wasn't I've, working on my own car today. Well, I'm sorry. Because I still don't have an engine, Scott. Well, you need to work on that. I am. So I have to pick first, right? Yes, sir. If uh, you'd like a chance to win Big D's Pizza. Quit stop. looking at the so, screen, Scott. If you'd like to uh, enter a chance to win a Big D's Pizza, put your guess in. Just simply enter a number into the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And uh, you can do that up until 4 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, and if we have a tie, we'll spin the Big D's Pizza wheel to break that tie and determine who wins that pizza. So uh, all the guesses so far have been in the 20s. Oh, there's, there's one at 30. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, 25. I'm going to go right in the middle there. 25. What you got, Ron? Should have made you guess before. Yeah. Uh, 25. I'm going 26, Scott. 26, all right. 
So it'll be an over or under. That's it. So again, you have until four o'clock if uh, you're listening to us on Apple Podcast or some other streaming platform uh, that isn't live. You can still get into the deal. Just find our uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live and enter your guess in the comments before 4 o'clock Eastern on Saturday. That's when uh, the gates open at Fremont. We have Ryan Weekman and your weekend weather pit stop coming up. Uh, first, your Big D's pizza menu of uh, racing action this weekend. Of course, uh, tomorrow night, Lima Land. Uh, tomorrow night being Friday, uh, June 24th, Lima Land Motorsports Park in action with the second annual tribute to Mr. Excitement, Tim Allison, featuring the NRA Sprint Invaders, UMP Modifieds, Thunderstocks, Gates Open at 5 Racing at 7.30, Adult General Missions, 12 bucks, Attica Raceway Park also in action after uh, being off last week with the Burns Electric Metal Master Fabrication Night featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series, 410 Sprints, 4,000 to win. Um... The Attica Fremont Championship Series 305s and the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series. Uh, gates open at 5 o'clock, racing 745, general missions 18 bucks there at uh, Attica. Saturday night, got uh, quite a few races here. Oakshade Raceway back in action with the Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series. That's uh, night two of the weekend for them. Uh, plus, it's the night of wheels, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, your chance to win some uh, bikes for the kids. No charge to enter that. You just uh, they'll have uh, cans uh, tickets right. grouped by ages so that yep. uh, you know you win an age appropriate bike. Uh, adults, no, you don't get a bike. I'm sorry. Go buy one if you want to get a bike. But this is for the kids, so let's keep it fun for the kids. And again, if you have uh, a bike you'd like to donate, bring it with you. I'm sure uh, uh, they'll take that and add that to the pot there. Just try and get to Oakshade early if if you do. Uh, late models, sportsman, dominator, super stocks, and the compacts all in action. Gates open at four, racing at seven. Uh, adult general mission, 14 bucks at Oakshade. Fremont Speedway back in action after being off last week. It's Vision Quest night with the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints, the Great Lake Super Sprint 360s, and the 305s. And, of course, uh, you can check out Jimmy McCune making his triumphant return back to dirt car racing in a 410 at Fremont on Saturday. Gates open at four, racing at seven. And uh, general mission is uh, 15 bucks for adults. And prior to the night's racing, uh, the Fremont uh, Speedway Hall of Fame induction ceremonies will be taking place. So that'd be pretty cool. Get there early for that. Sandusky Speedway, Modifieds, Pure Stocks, Renegades, Beginner Stocks, all in action. Gates open at four, racing at seven. Adult general mission, 12 bucks. Flat Rock Speedway, it's Corrigan Race Fuels uh, 100 with uh, Street Stocks, the MCR Dwarf Cars. Uh, they'll be running the Steve Martin Memorial and a 250-lap Enduro. Gates open at 4.30, racing at 7. Adult General Mission, 15 bucks for that. At Pillar Motor Speedway, it's Thunder Night number 1, featuring the uh, Midwest Thunder Midgets, the UMP Modified Super Stocks, and the Hornets. Gates open at 4, racing at 7.22. General Mission, 12 bucks. And finally, Eldora Speedway back in action with the Summertime Showdown, featuring the NRA 360 Sprints, UMP Modifieds, Eldora Stocks, and uh, gates will open at five, racing seven thirty. General mission nineteen bucks there. Other series action: the uh, World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars will be at Houston Speedway in South Dakota for the High Bank Nationals uh, tonight through uh, Saturday. The uh, World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Models will be at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I fifty five in uh, Missouri Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, that's part of uh, the UMP Summer Nationals too. It's a head to head deal. Right. Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series, uh, Lerderville Speedway. 
tonight through Saturday for the 16th annual Firecracker 100. SRX Series back in action with their second race of the season uh, Saturday night at South Boston Speedway in Virginia. That'll be on CBS at 8 p.m. Arca Menard Series in action for the Menards 250 at Elko Speedway in Minnesota Saturday night at 8.30 on MAV-TV. Cup Series back in action with the Ally 400 at Nashville Super Speedway on Sunday, June 26th at 5 p.m. That race will be on NBC. The Xfinity uh, Series will be racing the Tennessee Lottery 250 from Nashville Super Speedway. That'll be Saturday at 3.30 on USA Network. And the Truck Series will be back in action tomorrow night for the Rackley Roofing 200 at Nashville Super Speedway. Uh, you can catch that race at 8 o'clock on FS1. And uh, Summer Nationals uh, dates for the next week. Uh, Spoon River Speedway tonight. Tomorrow night, as we mentioned, they'll be at Federated Auto Parts Raceway along with the World of Outlaws uh, for uh, Firecracker Faceoff. They're calling that at I-55. Uh, Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55. Then they're uh, off to Red Hill Raceway in uh, Illinois on Tuesday, June 28th. Wednesday, June 29th, Benton Speedway in Missouri and Fayette County Speedway, Illinois, next Thursday night, June 30th. So, lots of racing. Yep, plenty of racing. Lots of racing. Let's check out that weekend weather pit stop uh, so we can find out what's going on here with the weather for this weekend. Uh, spoiler alert, I think it's not going to rain. Just saying. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm WTOL 11 meteorologist Ryan Weekman in store for some great weather for races, whether it's on Friday or Saturday. Let's start you off Friday at Lima Land and Attica. Temperatures by race time probably going to be in the upper 80s, eventually dropping back down somewhere down into the 70s by late into the evening. But clear skies, just picture perfect. Should be just fine at both places. Saturday, let's take you to Oakshade, Fremont, Sandusky, Flat Rock, Montpelier, Eldora, all looking great for their evening races. Temperatures will be a touch hotter. It'll be muggier. I'm thinking highs by the afternoon are going to reach the mid-90s. So race time temperatures, eh, probably somewhere around 90 degrees or the upper 80s. Again, it will be muggier Saturday compared to Friday, but both should be dry and sunny. Next chance for a few scattered showers comes in uh, during the late afternoon there on Sunday. I'm WTOL 11 meteorologist Ryan Weekman with your latest pit stop weather forecast. There he goes. I like the way he just kind of nonchalantly said, eh, mid-90s, it'll be about 90 at race time yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, no big deal. Climb in a race car, Brian. <laughs> uh, it'll be a little uncomfortable for the racers and um, slightly uncomfortable for the fans. Not too bad, I don't think. Hopefully there'll be a breeze. We need to resurrect a race where we bring some of the media celebrities in. Go for it. Not in your car, right? <laughs> Not this year. Maybe next year. That's a lot to uh, put together, but uh, yeah. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmerk and uh, our contributors, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, and Bob Stazek. Um, next week on the show, uh, we're going to try and have uh, the winner of the uh, GLSS race at Fremont this yeah. weekend. I was talking to Les Han about that. so He was hoping that we'd, I guess he's going to be at Fremont this weekend. He, want, he wanted one of us to uh, be there and do an interview in person. I'm like, oh, well. Kind of, kind of busy on that's, Saturday that's nights, tough. unfortunately. Yeah. So, can't get there all the time. Can only I wonder do if Brian Rollman will be there. Maybe. Non-wing Brennan's sprint. A, what's that? Non-wing sprint. 
Is it the nine wing sprints for the GLSS? Leave it. Okay. Well, then maybe he will be there. Uh, no hammer down hotline this week. If you want to call and leave a message, be on the show uh, for pretty much any reason. As long as it's racing related, give us a call. 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. No calls this week, uh, just spam calls. So blow on by that. Make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, on demand, whenever you want. I know Perry Cox, he uh, tells me he listens while he's out uh, working the fields right. Friday mornings. He'll pop it into uh, Apple Podcasts there and listen to us, so appreciate that. You can listen to Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever your favorite uh, podcasting platform is. Check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com for uh, our store, our show, uh, ad information if you want to. Uh, become a sponsor because we kind of we do this on the on the cheap. We can deliver a very targeted audience at not much cost to you because we're not here to make money. We're just doing this because we like it. Uh, don't forget for the hot dog race for the Dominator Superstock drivers. Uh, make sure to fill out that form at HammerdownRacingReport.com if you want to be eligible to win the hundred dollars from Nick Loy's Fix and Fab. Again, next week on the show we'll be drawing the. Two competitors and two alternates for that event coming up on July 2nd, which ought to be highly entertaining, I think. I'm looking forward to it. Spoiler alert, I won't be one of them. You? Well, I got to run it, but I, I'd be willing to give up my car if you... Oh, no. Yeah. For you, if you want to do it, sure. I'm sorry. It would just take me way too long to get in and out of the car, dude. Okay. Fine. I Fair can enough. buckle up. I can do all of those things real quickly, but in and out is getting to be a problem. Make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Thanks again to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, and Hud Hunter's Barber Studio and Salon. Thanks again to our guest, Jimmy McCune, for uh, coming in tonight. Uh, great talk with him tonight. It was pretty cool. I, I think it was a great show, Scott. We, give us a call on the Hammerdown Hotline. Let us know what you thought of tonight's show. And if you didn't like it, that's fine, too. Let us know. Yeah, well. we appreciate it. So, again, we'll be back uh, live next week. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, 7 o'clock Thursday night, June 30th. Till then, get out, support your uh, local racetrack. We're out. And, and they all promise to be better than they were last week. They all do, yes. See you next week. See you, folks. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes. Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.